SEN Fridays in the top end. Robbie, want to be treated like a very important punter? Getsetbet.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit Gambling Help Online. Download the Get Set Bet app today because from Get Set Bet, we have Craig Driver joining us this morning. Craig, how are you? Uh, good, guys. How are we? Very good, mate. Good, good to speak good. to you, Craig, after a couple of weeks. What's yeah. going on uh, in your world and what odds are we looking out for this week? Yeah, look, I guess the attention really is on the spring carnival for us now. Obviously, the footy's all finished and uh, we had the big Everest last weekend. Uh, this weekend's really where the attention turns to Melbourne um, and obviously the running of the Caulfield Cup. There's still a couple of big races in Sydney. We've got a million-dollar race in the Five Diamonds preview, uh, which is a lead-up to the Five Diamonds race, which is on in three weeks' time. Uh, but, yeah, the big race tomorrow is the Caulfield Cup. You know, it's worth $5 million. It's the major lead-up race to the Melbourne Cup. Uh, and, yeah, a, a full field and a very, very open race this year. Uh, at the moment, the favourite is Gold Trip. Uh, it's the last year's Melbourne Cup winner. It ran second in this race last year. It's definitely entitled to be favourite, although we've seen it go from $5 to $6 overnight. On the back of some talk, I suspect that it may not run if the track gets too hard and they might save it. It may even run it in the Cox Plate, but certainly uh, its its main aim is to go back-to-back uh, in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, it is a $6 chance, and it's the favourite. Uh, look, there's, it's an interesting race this year with a number of runners coming from overseas, uh, and the one that has been backed is a horse called West Wind Blows uh, that's going to be ridden by one of the world's great jockeys, Jamie Spencer, uh, and it's getting uh, four and a half kilos off Gold Trip, uh, and it ran second to Gold Trip last start in the Turnbull. Uh, it looks like the main danger. It's a $6.50 chance. Solcom, uh, originally a horse from the UK, now trained by Chris Waller, is the $7.30 third favourite. And it's, it's flying, that horse. And a big chance of doing the double this year, the, the Caulfield Melbourne Cup double, a lot of people think. Uh, and then we're out to $8 for another UK runner without a fight. So, look, it looks like a gold trip representing the Aussies. Uh, and it originally came from overseas as well. Uh, before last year's cup uh, and then behind it a big stack of uh, overseas runners including one from Japan a uh, horse called Breakup which is a $9 chance which uh, and they just come here and win the Japanese so very very open race uh, if you like something uh, wouldn't stop you backing it wouldn't surprise an upset either in this race tomorrow Download the Get Set Bet app today Craig Driver thank you very much for that update enjoy your weekend Thanks Craig Thanks guys Thank you Want to be treated like a very important punter? I've asked you that three times now, Rob. Getsetbet.com.au. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Robert, we are on the home stretch, but we need to talk about maybe the most interesting, important stuff of the whole show, and that is round three NTFL this weekend. It all kicks off tonight, Robert, and... Very arguably the match of the round tonight. It should be a great game at Gardens Oval. Waratah taking on Pint. Plenty to play for for both teams. Clearly, they're going to be around the mark this year. Both of these teams. Waratah, the reigning Premier, are uh, one-on-one after last week's disappointing loss to St. Mary's. Yep. While Pint had a shaky start with a loss to Buffaloes in round one, but rebounded strongly last week with a win over Nycliffe. How's this one going to go? I don't know, mate. It's going to be very mm. tricky. Um, both sides have a loaded with State League talent as well now. 
uh, yep. Jacko. So that's going to make it a very interesting affair. So to mention names first, obviously yep, the big one is Billy Smets, uh, included for Pint, former AFL player for Carlton and Geelong. And then you have Luke Partington. I'm really interested to see how Luke Partington goes. He played a handful of games for West Coast um, a few years ago now and then has since gone on to have a really good sample career with Glenelg and won a McGarry medal. So two very big ins there. Obviously, you've got Stephen Motlop and a handful of others still there. And then Waratah, I know, slouches themselves with the team they have named. Definitely. Um, and it's Ryan Hayes' 100th game as um, coach of the Waratah Football congrats Club. Congrats to Ayersie. Um, congrats to Ayersie. Obviously been there for a long time and was able to break that premiership drought that a lot of uh, good coaches have gone to Waratahs and coached and been unable to mm. do. So that does put him in the top echelon of coaches in the territory. Um and Robbie Turnbull's returning. You didn't mention that, did you? Did you miss it? <laughs> no, no, I, min- I missed that this week in the news cycle. Um, because I actually thought that he was named as an emergency. Mm. So we've got, um, courtesy of social media, Arnold Kirby saying that, basically admitting that Airsy's planned funny buggers. Who else? Arnold, <laughs> please feel free to call into the show and let us know if Will Collis is playing and Darcy Hope as well. They're also named as emergencies. So it is. If you can just yell out our... Um, if you can just tell us the team on Thursday night and text it to us we can save some time Arnie but that would be great <laughs> yeah. um, but that is the issue though mate because we're not we don't know what's going on in the no nah, we don't know the trickery so like most you know and I, I have spoken to a few club coaches and I've seen their sides named them and they've told me oh yeah this place playing this place and then I look at the side and they're named as emergencies yeah, and mate. it is frustrating but you can't get around at the moment. Here I am thinking that Turnbull's just putting his hand up and can't get a game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we might, we might see him out there. Who knows? There's, I reckon we also sneaky chance to see Holt Fitz and Tommy Motlop and these guys emergency for pints as well. So, yeah. Oh, well. Who are you tipping? Oh, maybe. I don't know. You don't know which teams. Yeah. <laughs> Who's actually playing? <laughs> nah, look, I want to... I think I want to go pint, but I want to go pint mm. in the context that it's an upset and that most people think Waratah. I'm not like off Waratah or anything like that. I still think they're the benchmark team. I think they've got an amazing team on paper. Um, and if they play to their potential, they'll get the job done against pint at home. But yeah, I'm tipping that maybe they'll get a bit of excitement with the inclusion of Smets and Partington and a couple of others riding that high off the win last week against Nycliffe. Mm. I think they match up pretty well. With um, Waratah, they are, you know, a bit of a slower, more southern-based team, Pint, um, yep. and they can be exploited by teams of, like, Tiwi Bombers and Buffaloes and that. So, um, and as Paddy Doyle said last week, the uh, Pint team are vampires. They can't win during the day, um, and this yep. is at night. So, 7.30 p.m., the conditions suit the Green Ants. Um, look, I'm going to go the Green Ants, but if you were to tip them as well, I'd probably just change back to Waratah. So, no, stick with the Green um, Ants. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a coin flip here. Yep, I'm, I'm a coin flip as well, but I'm actually going to go um, the Green Ants. Yep. Um, and the fact is is that I think Waratahs actually play better at TIO now with the way they play with their ball yeah, movement. So that's they're a not, good pick-up. Yeah, I, don't, I think they play better there. Um, and I think Pines will probably be a bit more suited to the um, smaller oval. But if Waratahs have the, the, a strong side in which we can't see, then it's going to be really up. Like, you know, we, we won't be able to see the proper size probably till an hour before the game, Clarky. So, nah. anyway, we'll stick with those tips. Both exactly going right. for pints. Speaking of um, Arnold Kirby, he has been in really good form this year. Had another good game last weekend. So, I have him in the top echelon of Ruckman yeah, he in might the competition. Be, um, he might be in the SEN top end 10. Pending. Yeah, he'll be getting very close yeah. with me. He's so, we'll see how he goes tonight. I know. And stay off social media, Arnie, or we'll drop you out of the top 10, mate. <laughs> nah, nah, he's all good. He's all good. Say what you want. Um, Eddie Morris has had a really good start to the year, yep. hasn't he? 
He's been good. I thought he was very good in the grand final as well. Yeah, so um, underrated. So yeah. underrated. And, um, he, and he also does a thing where he goes to the opposition's best for, uh, midfielder. Yeah. And sometimes it's probably not even as he tell him to do it because he isn't a midfield coach and he can yep. nullify. So that's another aspect of his game. Yeah, he's been a very good acquisition for the club. All right, we've put our tips in. Um, is it our man, Dil Collis's 30th birthday this weekend? I think so. I didn't get invited, did you? The Waratah skipper? No, no, we didn't get an invite here. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it's not. Um, no, it couldn't be then. <laughs> it mustn't be, yeah. Geez, surely not. Uh, Districts versus St Mary's is the next game. If we talk about games of the round, this would have to be in contention as well. Four o'clock at Norbuilt Oval. This one's so hard for me to tip. You know, oh, St Mary's mate. on paper, I don't think are amazing when you look at it, but they just get the job done um, like they did last week. And then Districts... Sort of the opposite. On paper, they look like they've got a really good team. Obviously, there's a couple of little holes there, but some of the players, their credentials on paper are really, really strong. I see Matt Dennis has been named again, so likely to fly in. Uh, former West Coast and Giants player Jared Brander up forward, Jed Anderson in the midfield. So they're stacked as well. They've got a really good team. Um, stopping Dylan Lant has to be a concern, surely, or has to be a, a priority for the Crocs. They did do the job with Dean Staunton last year, interestingly, and it was a tough one to gauge that because I think Dylan Lant was struggling with a couple of knee, like a knee injury at the time. But if you're districts, do you consider doing that Staunton-Lant matchup again? I reckon Staunton probably goes to him. Um, and McQueen also could probably... Yep. Oh, but McQueen's not in. I don't think McQueen's playing. His name is an emergency, I think, but I'm confident he's not in. So Maybe some um, other on social media. Yeah, so I do think Staunton will probably go to him. I think it's quite important to quell him um, and see how you can how you go from there. But I'm just actually going on my NT News tipping to see where, who I actually tip for this game. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's, a, it's a, such a line ball. One, it is isn't a it? line ball. Yeah. The Saints play good out there as well. Jackson Calder's back in the champ. Yep. Well, look at their list of emergencies. So this is just an extension of what we were talking this about This is before. what we're doing, yeah. But Jake McQueen, Jay Dalhouse, Luke Delahaye, uh, Dylan Barry, Kai Pudney, Sam Smith, they're all, you know, there's a couple of names I missed out there going through it quick while we're on air. But these are all players who could fit into that 22 easily, and I can't see them as being genuine emergencies. They're just named that way. Yeah, I think Sam Smith plays. Um, Jackson Calder in that, that matchup seems nice and juicy. Um, and it'll be interesting as well. What For me, I think it's obvious that Staunton probably goes to Lant again because it was successful before. Yeah. But Lant can go forward and be damaging. So it'll be interesting to see who goes to him. I think that'd probably be a Michael Bowden. Um, but that's an important matchup as well. But at the moment, I've got Saints on my NT News tipping. So I don't know if I change that. Yeah. I'll decide tomorrow. I'm going to go but, Districts yeah. this one. Um, I'm not super confident. I think they have a little more class on paper and at home at Norbilt. But... Yeah, I don't know. Who won that game last year? Did Saints win them last year out at Norbilt when they nah. were underdogs? Or was that the one where Saints they... lost by a goal? And is that the one where Calder kicked about five? Yep. Yep. So Saints lost, but it was a pretty good effort, like yeah, a gallant effort. Yep. They, yeah, they, they come home with a wet sail against the breeze. Yeah. Oh well, I'm going to go Crocs again in a similar game. I've, I've, I'm sticking with Saints at the moment, but that can change. Yeah. Palmerston versus Tiwi Bombers. Robbie, this one is interesting. Palmerston mm. versus Tiwi Bombers. The Magpies would want to respond well after their round one loss to Wanderers. While the Bombers, I think, will see this as a big, big opportunity to record just their second win in three years. Obviously, plenty of experience in the Magpies team. Ashton Hams, former AFL player, had 30 disposals last week. Philip Wills, who's a great of the Territory game, had 25. 
Um, the Bombers are a bit more youthful, though. Obviously, we mentioned their run-and-gun style, 43 bounces last week, when the rest of the competition combined for just 25. That's crazy. Um, but they were good last week. Uh, Dion Mankara and Ross Tungatalan both didn't play for Tiwi's team, but I think they trained pretty well during the week, so could put their hand up for selection. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I thought Tiwi Bombers really looked like... Um, yeah, they look good, mate. So I'm tipping the Bombers. The Bombers here, yeah. Not they... giving a massive insight there. But... <laughs> <laughs> You've given me a lot to digest. Um, obviously, I like the Waller Hams matchup um, in the middle of the ground. Anthony McDonald, Tim Woody, and Ashton Hams. I'm trying to look through the team to see whether there's any uh, any interesting ones. What's going on here with that? the way they've set up this Play HQ system? Have you ever seen that before? They've got three blokes on the interchange and then got a 23rd player. But that's not a 23rd player. That's a second, 22nd player there's three on the interchange yeah play hq mate it's in shambles and i'm not even blaming play hq we were negative on play hq for a little while um but i reckon their system's not bad now i think this has got to be the club's fault what's what's, what's palmerson doing with three on the bench here trey benellian who's yeah, trey benellian i don't know that's an interesting one all right who's going to win um did you give us a tip before Might have um, phased out. I yeah i'm probably tipping tiwi at the moment but i think palmy have a few in but palmy coming off the buy as well so it'd be interesting to see how they respond yeah, this game's going to set the tone for the rest of the year, really. If mm. Tiwi win this one, Palmerston, in my opinion, surely they're just going to have a dismal year, battle it out for the spoon, and it's just not going to be a great year at the club. But yep. if they get the job done here, um, you know, they sit one-on-one, they can assess what recruits are coming or what's available, and then load up sort of and get some more wins on the board. So I'm going to go with the Tiwi Bombers to win this game. Yep. Is that your tip? Yeah, Tiwi. Cool. Uh, and the last game of the round that we need to preview is Nightcliff taking on Wanderers. Another interesting game, Saturday night, TIO Stadium. Um, I think I'm favouring Nightcliff here to respond from their loss at Nightcliff Oval last weekend. But as we said, Wanderers have been somewhat of a surprise packet. I think they've played some very good footy over the first two rounds um, for one win, one loss. Uh, it's an interesting one, as I've said about a thousand times, using that word interesting. I, I, in saying this, Clarky, I reckon this round is like, I, I, you don't can't go through and have a look at round by rounds. Mm. Obviously, round one's tricky because you're getting a gauge, but I reckon there's generally four flip of the coin games. Yep. Um, but looking at Wanderers' side, they do look a bit weaker than what they have been in the first two rounds, I must say. Marlon Motlop's back that's in, though. Inclusion. So that's a big in. Um, who else is there? So Who's the private player? That's the big question. Who's that for? Don't know. Wanderers have oh, a private Wanderers, player. Oh, Wanderers, yeah, private player. Yeah, see, that, even stuff like that's really difficult to gauge. Um, but Wanderers still have some top liners, and obviously Nycliffe are an, a bit more of an older side, and their ball movement at times can be quite good. But going up against a quick Wanderers outfit also throws a bit of a bit mm. of a spanner in the works. But I'm tipping Nycliffe. Adrian Scott on the wing. He's a young player that Nycliffe will want to put time into a quick player with a good junior football career behind him I think he's won a couple of best and fairest at the club and maybe even at league level he's been a really good player Adrian Scott in the juniors so good to see him get an opportunity uh, what Emery's back in as well for Ryan Nyhouse's loss do for the club so Ryan Nyhouse I don't know if you have any better intel than I do but it hurt the shoulder and could be out for a matter of months that's what I've heard yeah um, I heard that he needs surgery as well so Oh, it's massive. I think they've gone and recruited a couple of blokes. I think Nielsen Lane's one of them from Banks last year mm-hmm. um, who played last week. So they've got a few blokes that are going to f- fix that void. Um, but, yeah, it's 
Nathan Brown's had to go back to being captain again, um, which is an interesting one because you look at their list and you just don't know who is the next captain coming through at the page. Mm. Um, you know, I like Petros um, as well. It'd have to be him, wouldn't it? <clears throat> It'd have to be, but I think he's still at the age now where he needs to solidify himself yep. in the in the side first. So it is a quite a tricky one, isn't it? Because it's a tricky situation that Nycliffe are in. Yeah, 100%. Um, look, I'm still tipping him, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you with question marks about Nycliffe. But as I said before, you back, well, at least I back Lee Crossman, Bretton Toy, Cameron Islet and everyone else at the club um, to, to turn it around. I think they're a well-run club. They've got resources behind them. And they're not, you know, it's sort of acting a bit doom and gloom about Nycliffe. They just had a 20-point loss to a good team last week. But I expect them to rebound strongly here and get their season back on track. Robert. Yeah, I'd expect that from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they do have some pretty solid players in that side still. And Sam Overall's back in first game for the year, and he's such a presence up forward. So that's that, that's going to give something for the midfield to target at as well. So be interesting to see the uh, Wanderers backman Mitch Taylor and Daniel Fuller and how those guys go playing on him um, mm-hmm. and quelling his influence. The veterans are still getting a kick. Islet yep. and Brown and Philo and these types. So Paris played centre forward last week. Yeah, um, that's a role kicked change. a couple. Um, but he's named it centre back this week. But you can't trust anything on Play HQ these days. No. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End.